Oh yeah, it's gonna snow. Yeah. You can smell heat and you can smell electrical heat. There's electrical heat is normally what I get a really good whiff of. Yep. Well, not like it happens every day. But <laughs> I get a really good whiff of it. Sometimes <laughs> I wake up and there's <laughs> house My favorite scent is... <laughs> You're wondering about candles I burn. <laughs> when you light it, it goes... <laughs> Have you seen those electric lighters? Bruh. You don't oh, think yeah. Mark has seventeen of them? Of course, of course. Why? Well, should he I has even the ask? one where it's like in like if they like it won't even if you like have water turned on it like won't go out. Oh, yeah. that's weird. Who is this man? What is he preparing? For? Oh no, but he's installing a whole new laundry room on the main level of our house by himself. At fifty-four years old, by himself. Fifty-four years young. Yeah, mm-hmm. he turns water off. He's like, all right, there's no water. Better go pee now if you have to go. Ten minutes later. Turn the water on. Hope there's no leaks. <laughs> oh, no leaks. Okay. We're like, okay, Mark. Yeah. So it's coming, coming together. I know how longer have a, you have like, you know, like the big in the old, not the olden days, but like the older <laughs> homes. <laughs> when we were kids. Back when I was a kid. Okay. So like a lot of older homes have a front room. The li- It's like the quote unquote, the, the living room. Okay. Not the family room. There's two different things. Yes. A sitting room and a yeah, living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. in our house, when you walk in, there's a huge, it's like an L-shaped room. The front half it was supposed to be your front room, your sitting room. And then the other part of the L was the, like the formal dining room. Uh-huh. But we also have a huge living room attached to the kitchen. So it's, tell me who was having these formal meals. Like, did we just get. And also like, what, and when, like, when did, you, did you get new glasses? No. Hmm. You sure? Yeah. Yes. Aaron, you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. She got new. She got different glasses. No, Wait, I've had really? these for a couple of years. They look yeah. like tur- they look like turtle ear. Turtle ear. Turtle club. Turtle. I'm saying you're definitely turtle, turtle, turtle enough for this club. Perfect. Turtle, turtle. Sorry. That's oh the my vibe God. I'm going for. Jesus Christ. Anyway. But like a cool turtle. Do they look different? No. <laughs> I don't know. I swear to God, Aaron. Something looks different. Do you clean them? Like, like the they light? look shinier. I don't know. Have you maybe, changed your face at all? Maybe I'm looking at you through nope. my glasses and you look different because that my could glasses be are old and scratched. And you just look beautiful even through the scratches. <laughs> the more scratched my glasses are, the more I like what I see. Yeah. The, the, the more I like what I can't see. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah. Also, when did... I mean, I know like the whole thing of like getting together and like was... You had people make, sorry, you had people make your food and then you sat down at the like formal dining room and all that. I want to know when the change was from that to like everybody hanging out in the kitchen because kitchens today versus kitchens in in the houses that I can afford mm-hmm. do not equate. Okay. The kitchens are teeny tiny. You, have, you can turn around and use the stove and use the sink. I want to have a party in there. Where well, do I always end up when I'm drunk? On the kitchen floor. Well, that's why people are making, you know, bars in the basement now. <laughs> That's why we go into Aaron's house because you have a bar in the basement and a nice cold tile floor with lots of room in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. This is how it is. Oh, right at Aaron's house, the dogs are barking. Mm-hmm. Yep. All five of them. And you're listening to and Sinister Sunrise. <laughs> Sinister Bark Rise. I tried. Jesus Christ, get me out of here. I'm Morgan. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. Damn, why do you always do it better than I do?
Good morning. <laughs> it's not morning for us. It could be. Guess what, squad? It's late. It's past your sister's bedtime. It's close to my bed. It's close to my bedtime. But we're gonna stay up late, swapping manly stories, getting some hair on our chests. <laughs> or our I showed my parents this weekend, so I forgot. You know, your eyebrows are correct. <laughs> I get two chest hairs. And we were on the oh. beach this weekend. And I was like, oh, man, I forgot to pluck my chest hair. And Clavin's like, oh, she's back. And then it occurred to me <laughs> that wasn't a joke we'd made in my household. And my mom's like, excuse me? <laughs> because Sarah, you just admitted on air that you have chest hair. Yeah, I get like one or two right here. Do you guys so- not get random chest hair? Like just random hairs on your body? What's got yeah. that out? Cut that out. No, oh, I do. I yeah. do. Thank you. Don't do make you, me feel like a loner. No, I'll make you feel. I'll make you feel even. Wes, you already know what's coming. Guys, we, ladies, we all have random, you have random hairs. So I have this little hair. He's like translucent. Wait, fuck, did I pluck him? No, I didn't. And he just grows. His name is Herbert. <gasps> Herbert the hair. Yeah, he just grows. But he's like, it's like literally like a spider web. Spooder is like right, he's so close to my heart. But literally, it's just like a thin, 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 translucent hair. And the first time I got fa- it. Have you always no, found it? I already plucked it. The first time I found it, I swear on my fucking life, this thing was six inches long. And I was like, <laughs> and I screamed. I rolled Maybe. out the scroll. And that's where I took my notes. <laughs> well, because it's in such an awkward Maybe. place. It is. Yeah. And when I did see it, I Maybe. had been swimming. And I got out of the mm. pool and dried off. And I was like laying on the chair. And I felt something tickling my arm. And I looked down. And Herbert is blowing in the wind. Uh, and I was like, oh, no. I, I plucked him. He grew back. So Herbert is the long lasting and also yes i have one hair that kind of looks like a thin eyelash but it only grows like once a year right Mm -hmm. on my like you know i said before we are monkeys people we have hair it's normal my hair is very dark and very coarse so the fact that i am blessed with one hair no i feel pretty fortunate it could be way worse yeah aaron's like i don't know what hair Oh my god, that's a lie. <laughs> I've never once grown even out of shape for my eyebrows. Oh. <laughs> I just say, get in line! <laughs> and they go, yell at them. <laughs> I do pull-ups and they go Yeah, <laughs> Get in line, bitch! <laughs> oh my god, guys. Woo! It's been oh, over a week since we recorded together. Yes. Yeah. Because Sarah took a little trip. I did. I saw my mother in Florida. Yeah. The mom who's 35. Yes. yes. Yeah. 30, flirty, and thriving. She's 50, mm-hmm. but you would not know that at no. all. Oh my nope. God. We should have, oh, she's just so beautiful. I don't know. There's, this episode is dedicated to Stephanie, even though she yes. won't listen to it, but thank you. No, it is. <laughs> she thinks we laugh too much. She's like, Steph. I just can't follow. I can't follow. You just, you laugh too much. <laughs> and I was like, I've been told I have a melodic sorry laugh. Sorry that we're so hilarious. <laughs> like, mm, all right. Well, now, Stephanie, I will laugh less for you. No, please don't. I'll try. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I okay. can't, but yes. But we should all believe in ourselves and be strong in our opinions and our laughter <gasps> because today I'm talking about imposter syndrome. Oh, yes. Yes. Full disclosure, I was um, researching something else and then we had our, well, I'll get to it. Okay. So <laughs> I forgot I wrote it in. So I already just laughed. Oh my God. Would you cut it out? Would you cut it out? Take a drink every what time you it? laugh. Cut it, it out. out. What's the it? Like it. you point. Oh. Yeah. Cut it out. Mm-hmm. You duh, duh, duh. Oh. Two. 
too legit to quit is what I yeah. was thinking. Uh, oh. Whoa, that's cooler. That's above my pay grade. I watched this TikTok about like brain stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's complete bull or not, but they were saying like for elasticity, you got to do this thing. Can you oh, do it? Oh Whoa. God. Like I've been practicing it at my house guys. And I, I still can't and, like even. switch. Yeah. Whoa. I can't, but I can do this. No. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, write it in at home, guys. What okay, finger so exercises do you do? Keep it appropriate. I do the, the pinky, Spock, pointer finger. Pointer finger, Spock, pinky. We'll make a video out of this for sure. Oh, no, for real. I was just going to ask you, Sarah, Spock, can you make pointer. the too legit to quit? Can you make that the border of the kick of the episode this week? Like, you're just pictures of your hand? Um, I could. Or we can make just a TikTok of us doing hand symbols. Like, name this. Do you remember the video um, where the guy wrote words on different parts of his hand and it was like work it make it do makes us stronger better oh and no like, i've never seen he that like that's cool his hands in crazy ways to make it like not spell it out but like he wrote like do it the, makes us and so like, yeah he would go, boop, boop, boop. it was kanye anyway, was should have been honored all right let's put a feather in our cast <laughs> yeah. guys put it Anyway, one okay, imposter syndrome, quiet pandemic that's affecting all of us. Um, so okay, what is it? Very well, mind explains it as an internal experience of believing you, (laughs) believing you can't read, of believing you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. It is normally applied to intelligence and achievement, but also has links to perfectionism and the social context that some people find themselves in. Can you read the beginning part again? Yeah, I'm gonna. It's the feeling that you have fooled people into thinking that you are this great, successful, intelligent person, but you really don't think that you are. Maybe you think you got there from sheer dumb luck. That's what imposter syndrome is. Hmm. Sheer mm-hmm. dumb luck. I mean, it doesn't have to be that, but it could be other things. Very mm-hmm. Ah. I say it a lot. It's really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Professor McGonagall. <laughs> That made that sounded like that sounded like I thought I sound like me. Sounded like Voldemort. Who wanted to go? What? You've never seen that? Yeah. No, but you've killed me from the inside out. His voice and like the very part where he's like trying to kill Harry at the very end. He's like, Who wanted to go? And now Wes is deaf. I, yes. Hey, I was all actually like four she steps step away. away for you. Yeah, for no, you. Mm-hmm. I like the um, it's McGonagall, and she's like, "Or sheer dumb luck." And I just oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Anyway, imposter syndrome. Maybe we have it. Maybe mm-hmm. I thought I fooled all of you. Just kidding. I know I'm not that great, but that's <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. We're gonna see if we do have it. So to be clear. <gasps> I didn't include the questionnaire test, but I can if we're, I'm scared. If we're feeling it. Okay. okay. So yeah. if you hear that part of the episode, that means we kept this in and I did it. And if you didn't hear it, then we cut it out and you never knew. Um, okay. So it can appear in different forms. So some ways that imposter syndrome occurs in a person is um, inability to realistically assess your competence and skills, attributing your success to external factors, berating your own performance, fear that you won't live up to expectations, overachieving, sabotaging your own success, self-doubt, or setting ridiculously high goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short of them. Yes. So if I'm being honest, I 
brought this topic up because I personally struggle with this from time to time. I was going to say, it sounds like there's different aspects of it that, like, maybe you saw, maybe you struggle with something, but doesn't necessarily mean you have imposter syndrome. So it's not in the DSM-5. Oh! Yes, it's not. It's okay. just like a phenomenon. It's also called imposter phenomenon. Oh. Um, and I'm bringing this up because on our office room team call, which is what our friend group from college is called. It mm-hmm. could just be called the friend group. We said, no, we're OT. 15. OT, 15. Mm-hmm. Give me that OT. Um, like 90% of them agreed they've had this at some point of time. Oh, yeah. Like not to sound entitled, but we are all college educated and successful women. So like, why should we all have a nagging feeling that maybe we faked it so hard that we made it? Bro, my heart is like beating so fast. Cause it's like, holy shit. Do you feel like I'm talking I to I say soul? all the time that I like, sorry, mom and dad, that I took the easy way out because I feel like I did, shouldn't have like graduated. Oh, why? Well, I don't know. Cause like, I don't know. No, I'm not good, good at math. Good. <laughs> We're talking. This is good. This okay, is good. Okay. That's part of getting over it. Okay. All right. All right. Right. So why is it difficult for some people to accept their success? My initial thought was social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I found a survey from Custard, a British Woo. digital marketing company, that um, 75% of people acknowledge they faked some aspect of their lives on social media. I'm shocked it's just 75%, but that's just me. Wow. Like, think about it. Your Instagram is like your life's resume. That's true. Yeah, so you're only putting the highlights on there. You're not putting, like, I stayed in bed till 2 p.m. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I was floored to find out imposter syndrome was coined in the 1970s. Oh shit. Yes. Hmm. Um, so it was a team of two psychologists, Suzanne Imes and Pauline Rose Clance. Two ladies. <laughs> ladies. Ooh, let's go. Um, what they did was survey 150 highly educated women from several different fields. So there were students, professors, and professionals um, and they're professionals in the fields of law, anthropology, nurses, teachers, and occupational therapy. I know my grammar was shit on that, but you get the point. Yeah. Um, actually, I will not apologize. <laughs> my grammar was beautiful. Yes. You accept it. Um, it's time for another. <laughs> okay, Kronk. <laughs> it's SpongeBob. Oh, I was just imagining... introducing white claw Claw outlaw it's the best flavor too mango mango Mm. um okay so these women would have um, had doctorate degrees and numerous specialties women who achieved both academic and career successes and women who had received volumes of praise for their contributions I feel like I'm the opening speaker, like the <laughs> keynote speaker. Yeah. Like, let me introduce yeah. you. Yes, you yes. are. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, no matter the amount of degrees and success, they had this nagging inner voice telling them, you are a phony. You are an imposter. The word phony was used quite a bit in this research, which okay. I think maybe is a time period thing, but it's you phony. Yeah. You phony <laughs> baloney. <laughs> Um, so some of them described how they thought maybe they accidentally got into graduate school because of an admittance counselor, an admittance counselor's error. Oh, shit. Whoa. Or maybe they only passed their final exams because of luck or misgrading. These women involved in the studies were, again, chairpersons on boards at universities. They were these fabulous, impressive women. And here they were stating they feared that they were overvalued by their administrators and other faculty members. 
my god some would say like and i quote there must have been some mistake in the selection process again these women had multiple doctorate degrees and publications to their name all the while they had a fear that eventually someone significant would discover they were intellectual imposters okay i have to say immediately i've been watching a lot of sex in the city okay and my brain just wants to go and just like that she thought she was an idiot (laughs) (laughs) and just like that she thought she was a phony i mean (laughs) i mean but that's like it sounds like something that like carrie bradshaw would like yeah you know analyze and like think about oh my god okay wow this is wow okay okay so a woman recounted that's okay Full disclosure, I was researching a psychologist who you'll be getting a fun backstory on in the next few episodes. Um, but then this got brought up on our OT call, officer team. Um, our friends talked about it. That's really awesome. I'm making it sound cool. It's, we were on the phone. Um, the telephone. The phony baloney. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Call me on the phony. I'm out. Goodbye. <laughs> it's too late. I need to go to bed. Um, and then I started reading about it because we all agreed and i was like actually that's really weird because i was really prepared for just like one person like it's awesome but it was almost everybody so i was like wait a second wait someone's here um yeah so a woman recounted a story of her doctoral exam in the study um for those of you who don't know when you get your doctorate degree oh huge win um it involves first completing an undergraduate and master's program i know not all of them need a master's but a lot of them do Mm -hmm. Preparing for a research proposal, you complete a literature review, do your own research and perform experiments, then produce a thesis and write a dissertation, which it's not like you're turning in a five-page essay. Like, these are intense. And then the last part is the oral exam where you deliver your findings, a thesis, to a panel of examiners and then debate your thesis with them. They try to poke holes in it and you have to defend it. Yes. That might be my favorite part, though. Defending it. Yeah, I did that one time in science class where, like, everyone was just given a role, and it was like, Ooh. um, sorry for the derail, but it just, it was, uh, we were learning about, like, genetic testing mm-hmm. and umbilical cord blood and, like, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, my God. Where you take the cells, oh, stem cells. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they were, they, they said the new, a new law, like, let's just say, again, this is all hypothetical, a new law was put into effect that everyone had to donate their umbilical cord blood because or like umbilical cord whatever the stem cells from it and then that would be kept on file so that and then they would just use it for whatever if someone needed it they would just go to the vault and if you're a match they would take yours the family that was like on the 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 one side was saying like it's against my religion and like what happens if my kid needs it and then i had to be on the side defending like why the law should stand and like even though Personally, I may or may not agree with it. It doesn't matter. But, like, we just each had to stick to our roles and, like, could not break from them. It was a very intense high school. But I was like, Mm -hmm. I learned a lot. And it was very much, like, I don't know. It's one of my favorite parts. Very cool. Yeah. I had to say, uh, that's the whole point. Because if we start doing this, if we put this law into effect now, then there'll be so much stem cells in the bank that anyone who ever needed a match would have one. Very fair. Totally talked out of my ass. Got my 30 points. But you know what? It's okay. I don't know if that's possible with a doctoral thesis, Oh, correct, 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 correct. But correct. it could be. Yeah, I've never <laughs> done it. I like the, the back and forth. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let me defend my territory. 
defend my honor. Let me defend my <laughs> 60-page research paper. My 30-point paper. That is cool, though. We didn't do that. It was very cool. Um, so the woman who completed it recounted her fear, saying, I was convinced that I would be discovered as a phony when I took my comprehensive oral exam. I thought the final test had come. And in a way, I was somewhat relieved at this prospect because the pretense would finally be over. I was then shocked when my chairman told me that my answers were excellent and my paper was one of the best he had (gasps) seen. Oh, I got chills, girl. Get it. Yes. Um, Like a lot of people I know think like this too. Like, am I actually as good at my job as people think? Mm -hmm. So other symptoms associated with imposter syndrome are general anxiety, lack of self-confidence, depression, and frustration at related and frustration at an inability to not meet your own standards of achievement. Achievement! <laughs> oh, Sarah. I hate when I don't meet my own standard of achievement. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's like really sad. <laughs> I think you might achieve that. <laughs> Man, it's late. It's really late. It is really, oh. really late on a Monday. Oh. It is very late on a Monday. Woo! Oh, shoot. Achievement. I present you this word of achievement. <laughs> Let's take a brief moment. <laughs> I'm trying to think how we can involve a listener in this. Like, if you do this, we'll give you an award of achievement. Best cheese pun. Oh yeah! If you can write us a cheese pun, we will give you the achievement award. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm ready. Sinister Sunrise achievement award. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Imes and Clance, they the two original that did this first study. Um, they mainly had two theories. One was to do with gender norms or their family upbringing. So the gender norms came into play because as children, girls would be known as quote unquote the sensitive one. Or the socially adept one in their family. Meaning she would have been in great conversations, but never as bright as her siblings. To be fair, seeing it if you watch Letterkenny. When this study was done in the 70s, these women would have grown up in the 50s and 60s. So literally a time when a woman's main job was to hook a man and play house. Mm -hmm. Um, They also theorized that women are more compliant and less likely to say their opinion if it differs from the person speaking. This is because they fear it's not like to not agree is not feminine. Like it's kind of dominant or masculine to be like, actually, here's what the facts could be. I feel like mm-hmm. also too, like it was just like you were taught to keep your mouth shut. Like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. A, like, a, like, you know, like, what does it matter? Like, what does your opinion matter? Women are seen, not heard. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes. Um, which I think when they started the study, they already had an idea. Like they did think it happened more often women. That's why they did just that one study mm-hmm. group. Um, So the other commonality they found in families was when the woman suffering with IS was told she was very intelligent. So she was bright from a young age. She walked quickly or learned how to speak before other kids. But the problem was the bar was then set at an all-time high. So basically, she was always given these... What? Nothing. I know for a fact I walked early for my age. (gasps) I'm very scared. I'm very scared about this quiz later. I'm, I it all triangles back, back and yeah. I'm not gonna lie I'm also the same girl who just went oh yes I yes I ah oh, imposter syndrome imposter syndrome, <laughs> imposter syndrome. Yeah. um 
So the problem was the bar was at an all-time high. This person may struggle when they actually had to start doing mental work in classes, and they would be ashamed thinking they tricked their parents into thinking they were bright. So it would start very young. <coughs> what? Do you say that's you? Yeah. Oh. So one woman talks about how I'm she scared. intentionally missed class three Fridays in a row because she was terrified that she wouldn't do well in a spelling bee and she couldn't bear to think about telling her parents. Whoa. Do you know how many times I went to the nurse as a kid? At least once a week. At least. My head hurts. I mean, it was called, mostly because I couldn't see. And they didn't yeah. know that I was like legally, legally blind. Like, but, <laughs> damn. Um, so sad. I'm trying to think. Another girl was explaining, like, her mom was like, oh, you're so smart. My daughter never has to study. So she was, like, embarrassed when she had to study for tests. So when her mom would come Mm. in, she'd be pretending to, like, draw on something instead of reading. Like, from an early age, they learned, like, this is the expectation. I must meet this expectation. Like, they internalized it so much that they're like, nothing else will do. I am the smart one here. Mm. I will get this done. It seems like both of them, it kind of comes down to, like, outside factors talking to you and like kind of implanting that so the rest you're like if you don't meet what you thought you're supposed to meet Mm -hmm. you feel like you then you're a failure yeah you failed and like you are pretending to be someone you're not wow um even though yeah they could have been very intelligent people they just had to study or you know do anything else and they just felt like i'm not as smart as everyone thinks like they could be a literal genius but because they have those like predisposition or like pre Mm -hmm. Uh, something thoughts pre preconceived know. notions. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, man, get out. Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, parents are hard. That's hard. Being a parent is hard because you see both sides. Like I can see them being like, "My daughter is so smart," or like, if you don't want to yeah. put that pressure on, I'm like, "Oh, you're just the really chatty one. Mm-hmm. Your teacher always writes home telling us you won't shut up." Yeah, what's that meme going around or like that gift going around? It's like for all those girls who got talks too much written on their report card. Oh like, yes, <laughs> second grade. Yes, was like gotta shut that trap, yeah. don't I? <laughs> I got moved a few times. I got talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents said, "Mm-mm, mm-mm. uh uh-uh, girl, no, no." Um, okay, so more <laughs> modern studies on the subject have looked at two other potential causes. Um, first being new opportunities. So change is never comfortable. And some Mm. people are better at it than others, but for some, it is very triggering. So for someone who already puts a lot of pressure on themselves to try a new role, a new sport, whatever, and they aren't instantly good at it, they may feel like they aren't capable of getting better. Like, this is what I am now. This is what I've seen. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Damn. Another thought is it's simply linked to personality traits. So people who have low efficacy, which is when you believe that you will do well, or I guess you won't do well um a high perfectionist or someone who is high on neuroticism <laughs> me, um, are more likely to experience imposter syndrome which does make sense you're very like perfectionist things have to be just so and if you can't even meet your own standards you're going to be very upset with yourself every day yeah. yeah um for a bit of color i went on reddit and a bit of color down the reddit hole <laughs> down the reddit hole well, because I found the original study and I was like, oh, damn, I feel bright. And I was like, let's see what the common man says. Yeah. Just well, as and good. for like today. Yeah. 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 Just as good. Um, the They brought up the Dunning-Kruger effect. Remind me. Yeah. Guys, guys. Throwback. I, I know it. It's where the less intelligent you are, the higher you would rate yourself. And the higher your intelligence, the lower you would rate yourself on like an intelligence scale. Yes. Okay. 
This was the guy who put lemon juice on himself and thought he was invisible. That was that episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. I forgot go. about that guy. Now, what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, could you imagine? Squirt, squirt. And then you walk. That would hurt. What if you got a cut or something? Yeah, well, eyeballs. Mm-hmm. That's how the burn says it's working. <laughs> um, so it's that feeling of if I can do it, anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. And I saw this a lot. Like someone who has their master's may say, I'm not that smart. All I did was read books. Girl, I can't read. Okay. Or if you're like, it's not that I'm so smart. I'm just really good at taking tests. That's the same thing as like mm-hmm. saying you're devaluing your intelligence. That's mm-hmm. sad. Yes. So it's an un, unfun, vicious cycle in two ways. It's a yeah. unfun bicycle, I guess. Um, whatever. Unfun bicycle. <laughs> <and> unfun bicycle. <laughs> you know that song? Yes. Yeah. I, I like to. That's right what it is. I just imagine all of us on roller skates for some reason. I need to sleep. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's unfun. Yeah. Just pick your wheel of misery on the bicycle. In um, some people, imposter syndrome will fuel motivations to do better and do more, which okay. is great, except that there's always that voice in the back of your head saying, like, do more, do more. Mm-hmm. I love when Sarah does it. Um, (laughs) with the hand gestures sometimes if um clave makes a really tasty dinner and he's like you want more i'm like mother man you're married married. anyone can do it guys he's gotta get he's gotta stick with that forever Uh lucky man are we still married yes yes how many years mother mother um (laughs) oh my god um yes because you you're never sure. You're never completely confident that someone isn't gonna find out you're a fraud. It's that Shoot. it's coming at a constant cost of anxiety, which triggers more overachieving, and the rock keeps rolling down the hill. Man, I have so many questions. I'm just Roll. this is wild, Sarah. This is like blowing. My- I'm really excited about this. Cool, cool, cool. Um, well, I didn't go into the second wheel, so that's a bummer. Um, the second one is you would just hold yourself back. Like you have a real big anxiety. You don't want to achieve things because you feel like you're not smart enough to get there. Okay. But I think the more common one is that first wheel I just talked about. Yeah. Um, per usual, there are diff- a few different types of imposter syndrome. It's not cookie cutter because people aren't. Yes. Okay. This is where I want to know. Um, so the feelings are similar, but it can appear in a few different ways. So first up to bat. We have the perfectionist. Ooh. They are never satisfied with their own work, and they always feel they can do better. So rather than giving themselves attaboys on things they did well, they're going to fixate on any flaws or mistakes. Okay. As you can imagine, this leads to a lot of negative self-talk and high pressure and high anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever go back and read, like, an old paper you wrote? Oh, no, man. I don't, I don't touch that stuff. Okay, so I have before, I barely like, reread it before I turned it in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had before and been like, why would I even think that that was so dumb? But then you have to kind of like, take a step back. That was a decade ago. Also, you oh, get yeah. so wrapped up in everything that's going on around the time that that work was done. Like, yes. Like, there's so much pressure to turn it in on time. You are limited because you have so much other things going on. Like, yes. You can't retain as much information as you maybe wanted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like in, I feel like a lot of times, like, hindsight 2020 with this stuff yeah i did it again you did so well we're gonna go to number three now because that's 
The expert is the third one. These people always want to learn more. Not in a healthy, I find this interesting way, but like in a never satisfied with their level of understanding. Again, it brings me back to Dunning-Kruger because the more you know, the more you know that you don't know. So again, cycles. I hate Aliens. Cycles. I hate when you say that shit. Um, Ah! Next, there is the superhero. So because this person feels like a fraud... Like blue. <laughs> you don't. They just pointed at her. Sorry, I don't just think the, she's a we'll just the superhero. Yes. <laughs> just take the rest out. The title. The title. Well, we'll see. Maybe it'll relate to me. I don't know. What if you are? I don't know. Are you actually you a superhero? One. She's the Flash. Quick, for real. Flex your wrist. If I see a web come out, I'm. <gasps> That's what I was thinking. Maybe you can you house got that by a spider. That's your little hair. That's your little power. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's, That's the only thing bird. you got, though. Yeah. This, I have. I can. I can make a web out of <laughs> off her arm. <laughs> you have to go like this. Grow, Herbert, grow. <laughs> he, he's tired. Oh, no. He ain't coming out. <laughs> um, says it's too late. I cannot so, believe I admitted that on the fucking pot. Please do not. Please do not drag me through the mud for that. Oh my god. Guys, you should be ashamed. It's like my biggest, like, only West knows about Herbert. Maybe my mom. Maybe my sister. Now all of you. Thank you. If yeah. someone does not draw a fucking Herbert, I'm oh. out of here. That'd be we have some artsy listeners. Come on, guys. I know come you on, do. come on. And Sarah's got. Well, we don't need to draw Sarah's boobies. Never. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're on the wedding pictures. Everyone can draw them from memory. Whoa! <laughs> I was thinking back of pictures, and I was like, "Who? who? That was Lopez. That was Lopez. No, Sarah. Ladies, great. ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how much we really talked about the weddings. I mean, enough. But when I say Sarah's titas have never <laughs> looked. <laughs> Better? <laughs> I have known this girl since 2013. And since then to today, I love you. You're beautiful. Your titas have <laughs> never shown so bright, never looked so good. There was not a hair in sight. <laughs> I obviously got it. I obviously took care of it for that day. Thank you. But even if there was, you wouldn't have been able to see because your boobies were. <laughs> Perfectly. Perfectly. Andrew kept making jokes like that's actually why I cried. I was like, oh, those are mine forever. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, okay, well. He's actually a bike. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, no. His mom listens. Oh, oh, no. It's um, Okay, so the superhero. Let's get back. Snap back to reality. Um, okay, so this person feels like a fraud or inadequate. Um, so they're going to push themselves to work as hard as humanly possible. They have something to prove at all times. Mm-hmm. They also, man, they also normally don't accept help because doing so is accepting failure. Like you can't do it by yourself. You have to have help. You aren't as good as you think. Karen, you are not inadequate. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Morgan, you're not inadequate. Thank you. Sarah, you're not inadequate. Okay, I was like, I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> We're not all superheroes, but we're also not inadequate. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we also have the natural genius, which is something we that was talked about in the original study. So this is someone who just crushed it when they came out of the womb, and then <laughs> Ooh, that does sound weird. weird. Picture. <laughs> that's not. That's, I knew what you meant. No, no, no. I knew what they you came meant. out of the womb and then crushed it. <laughs> they life. were ready to take on life. Yes, from the moment they said. <gasps> And took their first breath. Yes. Okay. Like maybe this baby slept really well. Like 
all these weird little milestones they would have hit early, but then as they started growing up and realizing, oh, wait, I have to actually read and do stuff, that was going to be really hard. Um, And also when things don't come easily to these people, they're just, they're crushed because they're not lazy, but it's just reiterating how incapable, but (laughs) it's just reiterating how incapable they are at everything. Man, but they're really not. No, they're just so hard on themselves. Yeah, it's hard. Yes. Um. Okay, so this is a very common problem. Seventy percent of Americans have admitted to feeling this way at one point or another. Yeah, I, I I'm surprised it's not even higher. Honestly. Yeah. It honestly seems like a very American thing as well. Like you have to be so good all yeah. the time. Yeah. Produce. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Um. So the question is, how do we stop feeling like this and keep it away? Or do you guys want to take the test really quick? Oh, wait. I can Ooh, take it. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, it's... Also, like, just a thing, too, in your mind, like, in America's, you know, public school system is, is prevalent. You're, you're, put, you're put up against everybody in your class. Yes. Let alone your past mm-hmm. classmates, like, people who set records, people, you know? It's a lot of pressure. Okay. So... We're not going to do all 10 questions, but... Okay. So this is telling you if you have it or not, and if you do, does it tell you which category? Um, no, I think this is more so, like, if you feel really burnt out, you've been overworking yourself, and you're like, man, why do I always feel like I just can't reach these goals? You would... So part of what you need to do is... Okay, you know, before I even go into any of this stuff, first and foremost, please remember I am not a paid professional. <laughs> yes. I have a bachelor's degree, just a bachelor's degree, and that's not an imposter syndrome thing, like just a bachelor's. No. It's a legal thing because I could not mm-hmm. tell anyone what to do. Um, the resources I'm about to discuss, they were advised in the original study. Also on verywellmind.com, the podcast Life Kit. They have a great episode on imposter syndrome. Nice. And I'm reading the test from blavity.com should I just, we take it on our phone um it's we're just asking ourselves questions so oh, it's not okay. even oh um, it's nothing a, like that okay it. yes it's not like uh a, do we need to keep score or anything nope oh wow okay this um is be scary no it's just, like a yes no like do you do this do you not yes so one of the big things to kind of help get over it is you do have to ask yourself some hard questions like you have to okay. kind of deep dive into yourself listeners get ready to deep dive okay mm-hmm. um one do you credit your six do you credit your success to chance connections or some other external factor so they even make a note on here humility is great but you cannot discredit the value of your actual work yeah so like recently um i made like some uh like forms and like instruction sheets at work and my boss like oh my gosh he's like great and my instinctual like rebuttal was Oh, no, no. I just use Canva. Everyone should use it. It's so easy to use. It's not really me. That would be an external factor. Yes. Or even like, um, I got this job because I... My aunt knows blah, blah, blah. Yes. Okay. Well, shoot. <laughs> um, do you feel like you have something to prove? So a lot of us grew up in the time where like, you can always work harder. You can do more. Where's the line? Okay. Do you self-sabotage? So whether it's procrastination, impulsiveness, overcommitting, um, that's sabotaging yourself. Oops. Yeah. Are you a workaholic? This is the last question I'm going to leave you guys on. It is a 10-question thing, but number five is a huge one. Are you, well, no. It's the fourth one I've read. Are you a workaholic? I try not to be. Try not to be. 
That one's so hard. Yes. Have I checked my email a lot today? Sure enough. Do I usually work past my quote unquote eight hours? Yep. Sure enough. Yep. Mm-hmm. Guys. I try not to. Sometimes I'm just like, I have to get this done. So, yeah, and makes- the only way I will do it is if I stay at work. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I do not do any work here. My thing I is too, is I think, I think in my brain I do. Okay. Wait, but last week I stayed till five, three nights, three nights. So if I leave 20 minutes early, I'm, you know, like that kind of, like I try, I do a lot of like justifications. Yeah. For, yes. For working too hard. <laughs> okay maybe that's not even the right word but like overworking your your brain yes your time and your yeah i feel like once it's my time out like i ain't getting paid anymore i need to be out of here (laughs) girl that's i literally that's what i tried to do i mean it does not always happen but i just get a can i get a amen Mm -hmm. okay so there's a whole mess of options on um how to stop feeling like this um Okay, so you can pursue talk therapy and work with a professional to get through these underlying issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, there are a lot of resources, including the theverywellmind.com. Um, they advise the following. One, share those feelings with people. So erratic and negative thoughts, if left alone, they will fester. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. saying them out loud to a friend or to a partner and hearing yourself say them will help you hear like the disjunction of the statement. Also, you need to encourage the person you're talking to, not just to give you answers of like, oh, don't be so hard on yourself. Instead, it needs to be like a real conversation. Like I am, I'm drowning here in my own thoughts. Like here's what I'm thinking. I need you to help me. Um, Give you some, some concrete support. Yes. Um, Instead, yeah, like think through how it would happen. So you're at work, you have this idea and you're like, I said it out loud. I feel like a real idiot. Everyone now thinks I'm probably so dumb. They're probably at home like with, their spouse is talking about, oh, Sarah said something really stupid today. That's something you would tell your partner. And they're like, mm, hold up, hold up. Yes. We're waving the flag. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, I would advise someone to be, oh, advise the wrong word. I wouldn't advise. I would maybe just like slip it in. You could do this. Um, <laughs> flip take it. Your, take Sarah's advice if you'd like to. Yeah. If you want. I mean, I'm not going to worry about it. Flip it and reverse it. So like. Oh, sorry. Break it down. Oh, I'm sorry. It. I miss you just yes. can't mm-hmm. say break it, flip it in, reverse it. Yes. Instead, you would ask them like, okay, let's switch it. So if we're all at a meeting and Aaron has an idea that you don't agree with, are you then going to go home like, what a freaking idiot? No, man. Or are you just going to be just go on with your day? Because it was just one idea. You just said one thing. I opened that white claw. That stuff touched my lips. Gone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'd be like. Man, I got laundry to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay not to agree with someone. Also, they put in through perspective, like, imagine if you actually brought that concern to your team members. If you're like, I, I think that um, I fooled you into hiring me because I was really charismatic in the interview. How do you think they would respond? Most likely they'd be like, I'm kind of insulted. You think I can't see through personality and skills okay uh-huh like yes. you have to give the other person some credit as well okay 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 no offense but no one is that slick like it's gonna be pretty obvious if you did fool everyone yeah yeah, yeah. yes um two like we were just talking about you have to ask yourself some hard questions and assess your own abilities so one good tool is making a list with three columns you're gonna label the first one things i could be better at um, the next things that I'm fine at, and the third things I just knock out of the park. Okay. You don't have to drill down to crazy, minute things, but just a general assessment. 
Um, it helps to see on paper, like just the balance, because guess what? Everyone sucks at stuff. Everyone's great at stuff. Mm-hmm. Balance. You can't see it, but I'm tapping my hands together. Balance. So like, I make this list not only about like my skills at work, but like personality stuff. Yeah. So okay. um, just a general one I made for myself in bed. I'm ready. Um, yes. Could improve. I'm at. sorry, you made it for yourself in bed. Yeah, I was like, what, you're, bed ba- doing what you're bad at, what you're good at, what you're excellent at in bed. Yeah, <laughs> sleeping would be fine. <laughs> Making the bed. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. But things to improve on waking up at my first alarm. <laughs> Never in my life. I am a snoozer. I say it all day, every day, at least two times. Don't be such a snoozer. Also, it drives me nuts that the freaking iPhone is a nine minute snooze and not a 10 yes i set my alarm for five for 5 31 because i want an even number that's that's some fucked up shit (laughs) (laughs) anyway sarah i want to hear what you're good at yeah okay so um i can improve at directions i am really horrible at paying attention in the car when i have the map oh super sorry um i'm also a bit clumsy and for that reason i don't hold leftovers after a restaurant those are things i could improve at which means I need to actually pay attention to where I'm going or with walking. your leftovers in your hand. Yes. Yeah. Or with a map in my hand. I am. Don't want to lose your leftovers. Talk about like someone <laughs> head in the clouds. Always, always. <laughs> um, I'm fine at cooking in general. Okay. You won't starve yeah. in my house, but every dish I cook ain't going to leave you want more. <laughs> I can say the I think I've had some good shit at your house. Yeah. It's yeah. a 50. It's a toss up. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then great at. Curling my hair. Yeah, yes. you are. Yes. And folding bath towels in different ways. Ooh, we wait. all have hidden talents. Wait. Ladies. Like what? Right now. Like the trifold. That's. Ooh. Right now, I'm doing an impressive roll formation. Thing. Oh. It's very spa-like. Ooh, you like you like watching videos? How to I learn. do. I have a lot of enjoyment out of it. So I, I didn't do work to watch stuff. you fold towels. Maybe that'll be our next TikTok. Yeah. Um, so yes. <laughs> The, I think the list is probably more so for, like, intellectual stuff, but I don't really want to get into, like, my job on air. So. Oh, my God. I love this. Yeah. Wait, this is fun. We should yeah. do it and come back with ours. Yeah. No, it's honestly, it feels nice after you do give yourself some credit for random stuff. Also, the stuff that, like, you want to work on just kind of seems minute. Can't you see it? Do you see it? I mean, you said curl your hair. If you think about that and by itself, it's like, huh. but then you like, if you guys, if you've seen Sarah's hair. Yes. <laughs> I wish my hair is curly and I wish I could curl my hair like that. Thank okay. You. And it goes pretty quick too. Like it, mm-hmm. it cooperates, but mm-hmm. I also have some skill. I'm going to yeah. give myself some credit. I yeah. A long time. Yeah. So I would encourage people to make their own list. I love it. Yeah. It makes you feel better about a lot of stuff, I'm being honest. Like, you know what? I don't suck at everything. Look at this. Good things, normal. I'm a very balanced normal You know person. what all of you are good at? Being a listener. You're excellent at it. Yes. That's why you have two ears and one mouth. The one two to thing, listen to Sinister Sunrise. The one thing you could do better? Tell a friend. Write a review. That's all. You're fine at liking our posts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're fine at liking our posts. You're fine at existing. Thank you. Yes. You could be great at a lot of things. And if you want to tell us about it, we're all ears. Yes, uh-huh. we are. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, no one is perfect. <laughs> and no one is no one is sneezing. No, so no. sorry. No one is perfect. No one is terrible at everything they touch. So you need to be good to yourself. Oh, Just off or back in 2022. Wow. Um, speaking of being good to yourself, you need to try and accept positive accolades. So when someone says, 
wow, Morgan, you really handled that work order. Great. Instead of thinking, all I did was say, please, instead, really try and take that compliment in. Like I saw on Reddit and I like this a lot. It said, just because it's easy and other people can do it doesn't mean A, they will do it and B, that it's any less important that you did it. Oh, yeah. Wow. So you said work order. That was, oh. that's my job, guys. Yeah. Talk to Andrew. I was like, what's that called? And stuff comes in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a similar thing from work. Like uh, we have process coordinators and they kind of go over all our like paperwork and everything before yeah. we send it off and they help with like our meetings. And he had sent me an email and then he also sent it to the principals, Ooh. like attached to like Aaron's been taking all the stuff I've been asking her to do. She has a lot on her plate just saying, I appreciate it. And I was like trying oh. to figure out what to like type and send back besides just saying, thank you. Cause I kept on like saying like, Oh, like, Oh, I don't mind taking it. And then I was like, no delete. That sounds silly. And then kind of going along in like that way. But I was like, I should just say, thank you. Like, I don't need to say anything else. So yeah, I it was really, really nice. I, I appreciate, appreciate yeah. kind words. That's, that's literally what I said. Yeah. <laughs> that is legit what I said. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair statement. And you did. You picked up more stuff that's important to someone. Yes. Just because someone else can do it doesn't mean they did. It doesn't mean, again, it's less important that you did it. I yeah. also think you need to tell people when they do good. Yes. Like That was, yeah, really I, nice. Yeah, I think, like, especially coming into, like, oh, I'm a manager now at my job. Um, I think, like, not that I didn't compliment people before, but, like, I feel, like, a little bit more empowered to do so. And mm -hmm. then it maybe, like, means more and it shouldn't. Um, and I do really appreciate my work. They have a thing where like, if you get a compliment from a client, like forward that to this person and they keep record of it. And then what monthly you get entered for like to win a $50 gift card. And like, oh, you should awesome. advocate for yourself yes. and you yes. should say things, but like, I, I love sending emails of like, Hey, I noticed that you did this really good. Yes. And like, yeah. I get joy from that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even if you don't, like, if you feel overwhelmed, like, just shoot, give a little shout out to somebody. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I'm sure. And reviewing our podcast. You yeah. Know, just like, whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to do. I mean, if you had to mention something, yeah. shout out, that'd be a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's important that if you see something or someone going above and beyond, whether it be your job, your personal life, a stranger on the street, stop them and tell them, like, nobody doesn't like getting a yes. compliment. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Especially yeah. during this time with yes. craziness and there are yes. those jobs that people don't feel appreciated at yep. and it really stinks and look remember, your starbucks employee in the eye and say thank you i appreciate you yes yeah i'm sorry duncan america may run on starbucks <laughs> mm, uh -oh. those are fighting words for duncan are, come at me and while you're there like and review our podcast <laughs> uh, but again, if someone's complimenting you, you have to take it yes. as a compliment. Not yes. just like, oh, they're just being nice. Because I'm really big. Like, I had this terrible thing in the back of my head. Like, someone's like, oh, I love your outfit. I'm like, they're just being nice. Like, thank you. Like You're just you brushing know. it off. Yeah. yeah. Like, you spend time on it. You look good. Mm -hmm. Take it. Yeah. Look good. Take it. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the last one revolves around social media. My inkling was correct. As humans, we constantly compare our lives to other people. And yes. we really need to stop making social media the benchmark for our happiness and feelings of success. Yes. That's all I wrote on that. That's all I really need to wrote on that part. God dang it, guys. My grammar could be better. <laughs> it's okay. You're just excited. Yeah. My excitement level is fine. Spotlight <laughs> is on you this one, this week, girl. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, and I want to end with, if you have these feelings or have had these feelings, contact my law firm. You could be entitled to a settlement. Joking. No, you are not alone. Again, 70% of people have experienced it. Those numbers soar in minority groups 
um, like black women and trans people. The whole episode I listened to of that podcast. Let me find the name of it again. Mama, something. I was rolling so good. I only wrote it in one place. So sorry. The podcast Life Kit. Um, Life she was really going into detail about, you know, being raised as a, like a black female. They, her coaches would be like, you have to work twice as hard. And so she just Ooh. really took that and lived yes. it. And then like couldn't get up to her own it's standards. Like, it's yeah. almost like, like I, I don't want to use this word, but like it's almost toxic. It, it is. Yes. Little. Like it's making you it feel It has like, the potential to be toxic. Yes. I think maybe that's a better yeah that's so scary and sad yes because i'm sure that coach was just trying to motivate her but then like to take those words and internalize them which not, it's not her fault either it's it's how we work as humans like yes this makes sense i'm gonna do it but in reality you're still a person like you don't have to be twice as good as someone else because no. their skin color you don't have to work 110 percent. yes 110 percent all the time yes Plus, like also like um <laughs> what was i gonna say oh Especially if you're learning that stuff as a kid, like mm-hmm. that's like, again, I don't like the word scarring, but like that, like that takes a little, like yeah. that, they put a little pin in that and use it for, they try to apply it for like a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I'm sure at that time, maybe she did try 110%, 110% at something, saw it worked and then it was reinforced. This is how it should be. Mm-hmm. This is working for me. This is me. cool. I made those extra 10 baskets. Now coach thinks I'm the best. So like maybe yeah. if I make that extra bogus point on the test, then like, you know, mm-hmm. right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so please give yourself some love when you can. And if you don't like the tips I gave today on how to cope and ultimately rid yourself of this curse, there are several resources online. If you need a chat room that's out there, if you need a journal that's out there, um, the internet can be divisive, but also in some ways like this, it's a great way to bring people together. So let's all be hippies. Okay. Um, Everyone love everyone and be good to yourself. You can also reach out to Sinister Sunrise Podcast at Gmail or our Instagrams. If you want more resources, we're happy to send you anything we see or just email you back if that's all you need. We love you guys. Yeah. yeah. That was so good. Syndrome. My gosh. Ooh, I think yeah. it's crazy. Like, you can have, like, types and maybe even it sounds like, like a degree of how effectiveness yeah. that this takes a hold of you. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like 70% of people think that this has happened at least once in their life. Like, yes. yeah. damn straight. Like, yes. yeah. In multiple facets, like mm-hmm. school relationships. Like it's, yep. Wow. Yeah. I definitely didn't realize there were types. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was one um, big umbrella term, yeah. but no, that was so yeah, it's, interesting. It's a, yeah. It's a common feeling, but then how it presents in people is different, which makes yes. sense. It sounds too like, when you said it and then you said some of the like traits of it, I was like, Ooh, that's really me. But then when you got to like the nitty gritty of like, it's like a, like an impulse, like you yeah. can't help it. Then I'm like, no, I'm just doubting myself. Like that's like, there's a difference. There's, yeah. a, there's a yes. difference. There's definitely a difference, but wow. Oh, Sarah. That's my topic. Yeah. If you guys liked it, please like we've been saying, rate and review us on Spotify and iTunes. Both of them. Yes. Both of them. Or, yeah, you go. I've been talking so much. I got it. <laughs> Toss it. Um, hopefully we'll have some more TikTok videos up for you at sinister underscore sunrise underscore podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. We post weekly for 
images of our topics. Um, if you, like Sarah said, we have that, that Gmail email account. If you have any topics for individual or group, we would love to hear them. We want to give you guys what you want to hear. Um, obviously with our new format of 2022, um, we have a lot more time to do deep dives. So if you have, you know, a true crime case that you think deserves extra time that you want Aaron to cover, some psychological mayhem from Miss Sarah or some paranormal craziness for me let me know um yeah guys that yeah. Was it. see you next week and stay sinister bye, bye.